Welcome to the Nashville Women's Health Podcast. This podcast was created as a way to provide education and connection to the women of Middle Tennessee. My goal is to connect you with local women's health and fitness providers so you know what services are available in your area. I am your host, Amy Bailey. I'm a local women's health physical therapist, yoga instructor, and life coach. Thank you for joining the podcast and being a part of this amazing community. Hey, and welcome to another edition of Nashville Women's Health Podcast. Today, I have Amanda Howard with me. Hey, Amanda. Hi. Thank you so much for joining me today. Hi, Amy. I'm really happy to be here. I'm very excited. All right. Well, tell us a little bit about what you do in Native Pilates. So I, um, I teach primarily women. Um, I teach mamas or soon to be mamas, um, overall core connection, finding balance again. And then I work with a lot of women over 50 who are trying to find the same thing, connection, balance. Um, you know, maybe after menopause, you know, it's challenging to find all those things yeah. in different stages of their life. Um, so that's what we do at native. Um, I started this studio six months ago now. And um, I live in the Mount Juliet area, and I uh, just wanted to bring something on this side of Nashville. Oh, so needed. Yes. Yeah. So give me yeah. just a rundown of your bio, how you got into Pilates, your background. So, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I, so I first found Pilates when I was 12. Uh, I was at the school of Nashville Ballet and they required that we take a Pilates class every Saturday at something absurd, like, um, 8 30 AM <laughs> before ballet class. Um, and I hated it. I absolutely hated it. Um, but it was really the start of my journey uh, and I didn't even know it. So I, um, went and took this class every Saturday and then loved just how I felt afterwards being a 12 year old, you don't really know, you know, what you're doing or what body you're in at this point. It, it was a new body, you know, it was hitting puberty. Nice. Um, but then I didn't really revisit that until I was in college. Um, I didn't really revisit Pilates. So, um, I was at Columbia college for dance. I was a dance major, um, and knew that I needed something to kind of condition me and get me back um, from injuries and just feeling strong. So I started working at a front desk, um, position for a Pilates studio in Chicago called Frog Temple. And I also was babysitting for the owner's children at the time. And so I was just kind of randomly taking classes for free because I couldn't afford them because I was in college. Um, long story short, I ended up moving to New York, worked at a Pilates studio there, loved it even more. Um, uh, Mind Your Body was the studio in New York and got certified in mat. Then I realized I wanted to go back to Chicago to keep dancing. And, um, and I went back to that studio <laughs> that I was originally at Frog Temple and she was offering a training program, like a full extensive, not just mat, but on the reformer, um, all the Pilates equipment. So I knew that that's what I wanted to do. And as soon as I hopped on that reformer, I was like, sold, I'm sold. This is it. Um, so yeah, started, started training there. Um, I really, and I started dancing pro professionally again, um, with a company there in Chicago, the Seldoms. And, um, I really 
can say that Pilates is what saved me from injuries. Um, it helped me just get stronger in my body um, and just brought me that body awareness that really I feel like not much else can do. Like, <laughs> um, so yeah, so I just knew that this was the career for me um, and that I wanted to do it forever. So yeah. So when did you <laughs> stop dancing and pursue Pilates full time then? So I have always, I've always done, so in the dance world, you know, you, you can't really support yourself as a dancer. Okay. So I also knew that Pilates was the way to find a job that I love doing something that I love while I dance, um, that, that feels amazing and that I can give to other people, but I can also pay my bills and it was Pilates. So I actually, for 10 years, 12 years, really, I supported myself dancing and while teaching Pilates. Um, and I'm still doing that. I'm more so now that I have kids and own a business and <laughs> I'm dancing less now, but yeah, it really, it really is kind of like, um, if you're a dancer, dancing and Pilates really go hand in hand, which is, is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, so, mm -hmm. yeah. It's, awesome. It's, it's really a nice segue. <laughs> so when yeah. did you decide to open Native Pilates and go out on your own? Um, yeah, great question. So, well, after I moved from Chicago four years ago uh, to Nashville, so my family is from here, um, we wanted to have a family. And we really honestly could not afford to live in Nashville. Yeah. <laughs> so, right? I mean, it's just ridiculous here, just the market, housing market. So, um, so we were, we looked in Mount Juliet, um, which is really not that far, as you know, from, from the city. And I, I was teaching in Nashville for a while and the commute was a lot. Um, I have a three and a half year old and two twin boys, 20 months old. Um, so I was like, you know what? I, I really cannot drive. I need to be home, you know, on the drop of a hat. Uh, I love the flexibility of being a Pilates instructor. So I was like, I'm going to do it my way. I'm going to figure out how I, I can do this. And funny enough, um, Sarah Atnan at SoFly Studio here in Mount Juliet, she actually, I don't even remember how I met her, but she owns a, an aerial fitness studio here. Okay. And she just randomly contacted me and was like, hey, I would love to have a Pilates studio in my space. And I was like, I would love to open a Pilates studio. <laughs> I don't even know how to do that, but I'm going to figure it out. And I did. I got a reformer with the tax returns. It's like a 10-year dream. No joke. Uh, got a tower mat, and that's it, and some props. And I plopped it in her studio um, and did that for a little bit. And then I had another opportunity uh, to join the therapy gym here in Mount Juliet and work alongside physical therapists and, um, have my own space now my own private space. Um, and there's a need, there is a need here. Like I never thought there was, so it's just evolving and growing and I'm really glad I took the chance and that the door opened. I'm glad you took the chance too. I love the courage. You're like, I just bought a mat and I bought a reformer and I just did it. Yes. <laughs> no, but I refer I refer a lot of my clients to Pilates. So you're right. It is so needed and people are looking for it. I get asked all the time. 
Mm-hmm. You know, what do you think? Should I try right. Pilates? Well, yeah, most definitely. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so I know you work yeah. with all populations, mm-hmm. but it seems like you really have an affinity for women's health. Um, so what led to kind of going that direction instead of just a general Pilates? Yeah. So, um, also within my training in, I think I graduated in 2009 from, got my certification in Pilates, but there is a woman named Carolyn Anthony with the center for women's fitness, and she holds a pre and postnatal certification program. And I've taken her program twice and was not married yet. I didn't have kids yet. Um, I just gotten certified and I really, for the first time realized that there is trauma in birth during there's trauma during pregnancy. Sometimes there's trauma when you have a baby and afterwards. And I didn't, I never knew that. And then since then, you know, I've had family and friends who have had traumatic birth experiences. Um, I've given birth twice now and that program really gave me the, um, the confidence and the information to go to work with this population of women. And then since I've had my kids, it's just even more of a passion of mine. Um, And primarily after I had my kids, right after both births, I started to connect to my abdominal muscles just with breathing and finding connection that way, you know, and, you know, worked with, with, um, some pelvic floor PTs. I've worked with Kelly Alert at Priority Physical Therapy. Um, you know, and just finding my pelvic floor again and then just doing all these different exercises. I'm like, I need to share this with the world. I can't keep this to myself. There are some really great things to do, simple things you can do to find your muscles again and to reconnect to this new body. So I'm just really passionate about it and I love sharing this information and it, it, everybody needs to know it <laughs> in my mind. So when is the earliest you will work with someone postpartum? Do you have like a hard deadline or does it depend on the client or certain things that have to be met? I think it depends on the client. And I also think, um, I think definitely, you know, we want to make sure that they're, you want to check with your OB or your midwife. I mean, that's kind of, I want to make sure that everything looks okay. Like you've got a lot of bleeding after you have a baby, you know, maybe it also depends on how you have the baby. If you're post C-section, let's wait a minute. Um, but a lot of times I've found, and this is in my own world as well, after my births, that if I can get somebody that's prenatal, that's pregnant, and we learn this work while you're pregnant, then you're more likely to a remember when you're exhausted from having a baby so we were doing the same exercises pretty much with some new things, of course, um, that we did when you were pregnant. So your muscles can remember what you did. And I can say when you're pregnant, okay, so right after you have the baby, we're going to do, I want you to do this breathing to connect to your transversus abdominis or your pelvic floor. And she will remember how to do that when, from, from our pregnancy classes. So I have found that that's been helpful, um, sometimes even four four weeks after you have the baby. I mean, after I had my babies, I was like laying in the hospital room trying to connect with the breathing, yes. right? and, you know, <laughs> just bleeding all over the place, but just laying there connecting. Yes. Yeah. So, um, I don't think there's a limit on it, but I do think, you know, I want to make sure that you got to check with your healthcare provider and all of this stuff that I do is just really gentle. None of it is, um, we're not trying to get a six pack. We're just trying to find those connections again. That's where we need to start. And I think a lot of women don't understand that it's just, it starts there. We shouldn't be wanting to get 
into the best shape of our lives at this point. That's not yeah. the goal. Yes. And I like that you said you were connecting even in the hospital. I think a lot of women that I'm running to think that you have to wait till you're cleared by your doctor or your midwife at six weeks to begin exercising, but there's certainly things we can do early on to connect. Yes. Six weeks, six weeks is too late. Too late. Not too late. It's never too late. I should say that, but Good you know, <laughs> it's never too late, but you, right. why not start earlier? Yes. I mean, my doctors were even like my midwife and my OB were both like, wow, you are recovering so quickly. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I'm going to lay here and brag for a second that it's Pilates. And as I was giving birth to my daughter in the, in the birth center, I was like, they're like, wow, you really are connecting really well. And I was like, y'all it's Pilates. I'm, I'm going to just lay here and be an advertisement for a second. Yes. I wasn't laying there. I was moving around, but you know, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm not, it's, I'm not trying to sell anything, but, but I am, it's so good. You know? Well, you had gotten the reps in, you had been connecting with your body before you had to do the hard work of labor and giving birth. Exactly. Yes, exactly. So you brought up working with pregnant women. Do you work up until the day they deliver? Is there a cutoff? Um, No, I've actually taught women that have have gone into labor the next day. And I think some of that is because they're moving their body and they're finding you know, just they're feeling good in their body and they're not just sitting around. The baby is like, okay, I, I have got, I've got some space. I've got some space to, you're opening up your pelvis and now I can shimmy down a little bit more. Yeah. You know, so you can do this up until you have, you can have the baby on the Pilates, you know, mat if you want. Don't, don't, please don't. But, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I don't think there's a cutoff date unless you're, you've, your OB is like, you know, you're high risk then I think. Okay, great. Um, is there any specific of, to that person? You know, I'm sorry. Yeah. What did you say? I'm sorry. It cut out. Oh no, I'm nothing. I'm good. <laughs> Go ahead. Is there a type of client that you don't work with? Mm, that's a really good question. Well, yes, I think I do not work with people who don't want to be there. Amen. Um, I can, can, you know, I can feel that when people walk into the space and usually if people walk into my space ready, they don't just come to me and they're like, oh, I just want to work out and get six packs ab, you know, six pack abs. That's, they're going to go somewhere else. They're going to go to the gym. If somebody walks in like that, or they have this energy where they already don't like it, it never works out. And that's, so that's, you know, I don't discriminate. Usually it's women that I love to work with, but I love working with men. Right. Men are awesome too. Yeah. And they need it just as much. Right. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, just given my background as a yogi, kind of differentiate for me the difference between yoga and Pilates. Yeah. I knew you were going to ask that. <laughs> I ask that a lot. So I think yeah. it's important and they cross over so much, but I think it's important for people to understand, even though there is a lot of things that are similar, there's a lot of differences too. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean you have to just do yoga or just do Pilates. I mean, I think you should do a variety of activities personally. I agree. And actually in my life, I've been doing a lot more yoga recently, which has been really, really great for my body. Um, I think the difference is, you know, I, so the similarities, let's talk about that first. The similarities are full body movements, mindful movements, moving with control and thoughtfulness, 
-hmm. you know, you've got the mind body connection, you have the breathing. Um, but I think the differences are in Pilates, we focus a lot, of course, on the core and your core is not just from under your boobs to your pubic bone, right? Like it is everything. And and yoga does this too. So it's like, you know, you can't just say that, that yoga doesn't do this too, but, um, you know, we, in Pilates, we use our body weight with the mat exercises and we have a set exor exercise system that can be followed um, where we focus a lot on the abdominals. Um, but we also have the Pilates equipment and the Pilates equipment, not many people know about. So we've got um, the reformer. And we've got the tower or the, the Cadillac or the trap table. They're just different names for, for these different equipment pieces. But um, we have springs that are attached. Like to, for example, on the reformer, there are springs that create resistance. And when you lay down and you do these certain set of exercises, you're not pushing and pulling the equipment, but you're working with it and it becomes a part of your body. Um, so in that way, you know, we have these apparatus that, that really kind of assist us in these different exercises. But I also think like, um, Pilates is really great for injury, injury. Um, if you have an injury, okay. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, or someone who's, someone who's hypermobile, uh, if someone who's hypermobile, I wouldn't necessarily suggest they go do yoga because, um, you know, you're doing a lot of like back bending or, lunging or maybe they they can't find the support they need in those specific positions. But if I get them on the reformer and we're connecting these smaller movements, um, and that's what Pilates does really well is that you're, you know, you're like, okay, we're not just going to focus on your shoulder, but we could, you know, we could attach you to a spring. We could get those, those muscles that have been quiet for a long time to turn on and we can use the equipment to kind of help guide that. Um, yeah. So I think it's just really good for like rehabilitation yeah, um, and really getting specific about that sort of stuff. I mean, and there are just so many, there are so many similarities to yoga, but um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I, I always try to define, it's so hard to define as a, you know, because they are very similar. Yeah. And you brought up a great point with the hypermobility in yoga, mm -hmm. because people tend to, especially if you throw some heat in there, they can stretch beyond their limits. So that's right. one thing exactly. I always try to educate. I'm teaching a yoga class. Um, but what about the machines? Do you find people are intimidated by them? Oh, yeah. I yeah. mean, the first thing someone says when they see it is they go, oh, wow, this is a torture device. It looks <laughs> medieval. It's like a medieval torture device. And I'm like, okay, it's not. But, you know, I mean, just to give you a quick little background. So Joseph Pilates, who created this in the 1930s, he rehabilitated um, soldiers um, from polio. And he took bed springs and he made this these different contraptions. And he was thinking, like, he was a gymnast. And he was thinking, like, how can we find different ways to find resistance and build strength and flexibility, you know, with certain apparatus. And that's what he created. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it once, once you hop on it and you understand like what everything is, it just is so supportive. That's the other thing that I want to say is that it's, it's really supportive. Like if someone, for example, is trying to like roll up and down, you know, you just like set up out of your bed and then you roll back down into bed. Okay. Or get up off the floor. If 
when you connect to these springs, it really gives you that assistance needed to help you find the right muscle groups to flex forward and sit up and then control that roll down all the way to your back. Oh, that's so great. It's really great. I mean, like I said, for it's just perfect for recovering from after a baby. And then when you get older, you've gone through menopause and you're like, what is this midsection here? Like, you don't even know how to use it anymore. <laughs> so it just gives you that support. Um, yeah, but people are, are intimidated at first. And I'm just like, it is for everybody. It's not, it shouldn't be specific to, you know, just dancers or just athletes, you know? So. And you're there to guide them the whole time. Right. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's why private lessons are so, so great because we do a lesson just for you and, um, and we can do anything, anything that you want to work on your goals. Um, and I'm there the whole time. Sometimes I even breathe with people. I'm like, I had a client the other day. She's like, I had, I just, you just exhaled for me like a big, nice sigh. And I, that's what I want to do. And I'm like, let's do it together. Like let's exhale right here at this part. And you know, cause we forget to breathe. So I help you remember to do that. <laughs> awesome. Yes. So how yeah. long is a session or what does a typical session look like? If there is a typical um, session. Yeah. Yeah. So it's typically 50 minutes and that's for private lessons and for group classes. And that's just so that, you know, that that's enough time for us to get through some, some information and some work, but it also gives us enough time to, um, get ready for the next class or the next lesson. Yeah. So we're not scrambling in between yeah. <laughs> with the next person. Yeah. So. But 15 minutes, that's a good workout. They feel like they've yeah. done. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. So just tell us a little bit about the vibe of women's health in Nashville and what we're really great at, what we could use more of. Mm -hmm. So I feel really fortunate to have utilized almost everything <laughs> in Nashville that I could possibly utilize when, after I had my babies. And I feel so lucky to have given birth here in Nashville. I think it's set up really well for moms and there are so many resources for us. Um, and I think what's really, what's happening that's so great is, um, you know, if you want to give birth naturally, you can go take a class on that. Um, I gave birth the first time at Baby and Company, um, which is birth center off, um, of West End downtown. And I, it was my very first baby and my sister had had a trauma and I knew that I didn't want to go to a hospital and give birth. So, I just did some research and those classes were phenomenal. You know, there's yeah. more like information, I think now more than ever, especially here in Nashville, if you want to be an advocate for yourself and you know, you don't have to just randomly wander into a hospital and be like, what's going to happen. Um, Nashville does that really well. So like Bluma is another great resource. They have prenatal and postnatal classes. They have like lactation classes. There's lactation consultants here. I mean, I could name drop like bosom buddies is, oh my gosh, like Leslie Severns was amazing for me. Mm -hmm. um, well, that's you know, the, like the podcast. I want to get the word out to women of yeah. national, what resources are there for them? Cause that's the hardest part. If you don't know where to look, I mean, obviously professionals connect with one another. So we kind of know who's out there, but I think the general population until you need it, you don't even know it's out there. And then when you need it, you don't know where to look. So that's why I started this podcast. 
Yeah. So amazing. It is so amazing. And yeah, I would hope I really, there's so many people, there's just so many people trying to help moms here and you're just doing the amazing job of connecting the dots and bringing it all together in one place for people to find. So it's, it's brilliant. Um, you know, and there's also like just community for after you have a baby too. Like there's new mom, moms groups mm-hmm. and there's counseling. Um, you know, there's just all of these really great communities for moms. And I think you kind of just touched on, on this a little bit, but what's missing, what we could do better um, with is just like, I am not a PT. I'm not a pelvic floor therapist. I think every woman who has a baby should go see you. Uh, you know, <laughs> um, even people who haven't had a baby, it is necessary to understand yeah. your body and your pelvic floor. I see a lot of athletes with prolapse, with diastasis, who've never had children. It's amazing, really. And they Absolutely. don't even understand that, you know. Right. And men have it too. I was actually looking at my father-in-law last night and he like kind of sat up and I was like, Oh, you've got (laughs) (laughs) diastasis. But yeah, I mean, it's like, so I'm going to refer, I'm going to refer out. And I think, you know, I'm I'm even going to refer my clients to get a massage. Like that would probably really help you release your psoas that we can't get into or that muscles in your back need to be released. Um, And I think, so if we do more of that as a community, we really will be serving the woman better than just saying like, oh yeah, I can do it all. You can't and do you it all. Not, I, you can't do it all. No. I don't want to do it all either. You know? I don't want to focus on what I want to focus on. I don't want to do it, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I think that's happening slowly here, but yeah, it is happening. Very important mm-hmm. point. So what do you have coming up? Any specials, any programs, anything you want to market right now? Uh, so I always recommend that people start with at least three private lessons for Pilates because there's only so much that we can do in one 50 minute session. Yeah. Um, so I've got three privates for $200. Normally the privates are 75. Okay. Your first initial private, you walk in the door, it's 65. I mean, come in, come in. Let's, let's figure out what plan works best for you. I've got just, I've had different kind of packages, you know, we can work something out. I really think it's important to just figure out what this work is about, put it in your body and see if it works. See it, see how it feels on you. Um, you know, um, and primarily what I love to focus on is private lessons. So my space is set up for that, but we also have, um, classes, mat classes. And right now I'm, we're in the middle of a four week postnatal uh, recovery series um, where you sign up for four weeks and we kind of take you through a, I take you through a progression of exercises and you could bring your baby or you don't have to bring your baby. You could just bring yourself, which is even better. <laughs> welcome. And um, we're going to start another one December 7th through that, through the end of the week, but we're going to skip, I think it's the, I have it somewhere in my mind, but we're going to skip the last Saturday and just go right into January. So there'll be, there'll be four classes, but that last, the 28th, I think it is, is around Christmas. So, but yeah, we're going to do another four week series starting December 7th and that's $80 for the four classes. So, wow. Yeah. Great deal. Yeah. How do people get in touch with you or find out what's going on? Uh, social um, media, anything, email, what's the best yeah. way to contact you? 
So you can email me at amanda at nativepilates.com and my website is nativepilates.com and I'm on, I'm on Facebook as Native Pilates Studio and then on Instagram as Native Pilates. So awesome. got a presence. You yes. can find me. You can do a Google search. I pop up. So yeah. And send me an email. I've got a contact page on the website too. So cool. And we will yeah. put all that in the show notes. So nobody has to scribble that down really quick. <laughs> Uh, any parting words of wisdom for our listeners? Hmm. I think just knowing that you don't have to be in shape already to do Pilates. Um, I have people say that they're like, I'm, I haven't worked out in years. Fine. Great. Perfect. I want you then I want you to come in. And I think it's also just like um, being open and receptive to your body and being patient with your body no matter what you're doing, no matter what exercise you choose, just being open and receptive and accepting yourself where you are right now and oh. knowing that that's okay. Yes. Yeah. We put a lot of pressure on ourselves. We need to accept ourselves. Yeah. As women. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thank you so much for your time. Everybody, please look up Amanda and Native Pilates. She's doing awesome things in the Mount Juliet community for sure. And I know you've done workshops in Nashville too and taught mm -hmm. throughout Nashville. So she's not just in Mount Juliet, but yeah, look her up, find her. She's an amazing resource for women. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Amy. Yes, bye. Bye.